Hello everybody, it's me Roscoe and welcome to another Kings of Anglia podcast special and today we're joined by a very special guest, it's none other by a former town player and current Mainstone United player as well, George Fowler, of course town up against Mainstone in the FA Cup live at Portman Road. George, thanks for joining me my friend, how's things? Hello mate, no thanks for having me, I'm all good thank you, looking forward to obviously the draw coming up on the 27th so excited. Yes mate, it's um, when this draw sort of happened I straight away I don't know why I just I, I just thought of you and you'll be thinking why you know I know you only played one t- game for town and I've got that weird obsession with former players I always like to know where they're at and what they're doing um and yourself you're at Mainstone and I just went ah oh, the George Fowler derby um so that's what we're going <laughs> to chat about straight away George um what was your thoughts on the draw obviously you know it was you guys were getting filmed at the clubhouse at Mainstone obviously there's yeah. opportunities the, the you know big big ties against Premier League sides and of course, it's just town, town comes out the hat at home and um, you're coming to Portland Road. What's the thoughts on, on that? Yeah, well, like you say, majority of us went down to the Gallagher and obviously we had the cameras on us being one of the smallest clubs left in the competition. They wanted to catch our reaction. Um, and I think, yes, obviously everyone was really hoping for that sort of Man City, that Liverpool, Tottenham, Arsenal, all of, all of them lot. Um, and funny enough, I said earlier that I spoke to my, my brother before the game. My family are from um, Suffolk. And he said, Ipswich away, Ipswich away. Um, and we were obviously on camera throughout the reactions. A few of the teams, sort of championship teams, had already gone. And we were thinking, OK, there's a Premier League team on the cards here. And then Ipswich came up and I was thinking, do you know what? I'll take this. Like, if it's not a really big Premier League team, Ipswich would be my choice. Obviously, I haven't been there as a youngster. Um, and then we got drawn against them. The boys behind me weren't quite sure how to react. It wasn't what they were really, really hoping for. Um, so that probably sort of held back my excitement a little bit because I was a bit like, oh, the boys aren't aren't majorly excited, um, but I called my family straight after and they were over the moon, obviously, all my family based down that way. So um, from a personal note, it was an exciting draw for me. Yeah, it's, it's the the problem sometimes with the FA Cup draw, you know, the, the people who sort of bring out the balls out of the hat, sometimes it's not been some great draws over the years. You know, some non-league clubs have had to play each other, which is probably not what you really want when you've, you've probably played that team last week or whatever it was. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, you know, for yourself to have that connection with town and especially at Portland Road, although I'm sure, you know, maybe it'd be nice at Mainstone as well. You know, that, you know, you guys host Stevenage, a League One club. Um, what was that like? And that was a big win as well, obviously. Yeah, no, and I, th- I think it's a bit catch-22. Obviously, we want to be playing at a big stadium like Portman Road or the Premier League teams that have got big stadiums um, for the experience and obviously financially for what it brings to the club. But at the same time, um, having it at the ground for our game against Barrow and Stevenage, I think went massively in our, in our favour because obviously we're on a um, artificial pitch. Um, a lot of these league teams aren't necessarily used to that sort of pitch. So in that side of things, I think when we're at home, it's, it's sort of gone in our favour a little bit where we've got a bit of an advantage. We train on it. Um, but I think for the fourth round, we were looking to be away, to be honest. We wanted to have that experience that day out, um, bigger crowd, um, etc. So, um, yeah, I'm quite glad that we're drawn away. Yeah, and um, of course, you guys have to enter the competition a bit earlier than most teams. I think you played five games so far. What's that been like, the journey, the FA Cup? Obviously, it's a, a magical competition. Maybe it hasn't got the, the same magic as it used to, you know, years and years ago, but it's still competition. Um, you know, National League, South Sides are still up for. Yeah, um, I think, actually, I think this might even be our seventh on the Ipswich. I have yeah. a feeling we've played six. Um, obviously, lower league teams, we come in at um, a lot of a low-ranking round. Um, so we've had, I think, Chesham... Um, Winchester, um, 
Staining was one of our first ones that we played. We then played Torquay uh, before we got towards Barrow and Stevenage. So that's been a long journey. It's obviously, when you get that far as well, I think I was talking to someone, I think actually Jeff Stelling said it in, in an interview I've seen, that when lower league teams sort of get to the third round um, and fourth round even now, um, that in a way, if they're if the rounds are seeded a little bit better, because like you say, sometimes non-league teams draw non-league teams or Premier League teams draw Premier League teams. And that's what everyone's used to each week anyway. So... Um, I think, yeah, if later down the line, maybe they did a sort of a seeded one where even third round, we were likely to get a bigger team than what Stevenage was at the time. But having said that, we then obviously had the opportunity to um, cause an upset and go into into this round now. So, um, yeah, Ipswich is a, is a massive, massive club anyway. Obviously, for me, I, I know that. Um, so the club is massively excited for that. Yeah, and um, let's sort of take you back then, rewind to yeah. um, young George Fowler. Um, you were saying you yeah. joined the club as a 12-year-old. Um, what's your memories of that? Of course, you know, you born in Chelmsford, um, went to Devon High School. You know, what's, yeah. what's your memories of sort of growing up in Suffolk and, of course, joining the club? Yeah, so I joined when I was 12. I was actually playing, I've got a twin brother, so it was me and my twin brother that was playing for Debenham, the local team. Um, and our dad was the manager at the time. Um, and yeah, I was scouted at 12 years old and went on trial um, to the academy. I think after three, four weeks, I ended up then signing there. Um, and yeah, I, I was there from 12 to 19. So I did um, my scholarship there. I was offered my scholarship at 14. Um, obviously took that when I was 16. And then I did a two-year pro. Um, obviously only played one proper game for the first team, um, which I'm sure we'll get onto about the, in the Carabao Cup. Um, but overall, I mean, the, the academy set up... Um, was sort of of a Premier League standard. We'd go to the Arsenal's, the Tottenham's, um, and more than hold our own in those games. And you could just tell from how professionals set up the facilities that we had that, as a youngster, it was one of the best sort of bring-ups you can have. Um, and I think that sort of held me in good stead going forward from a technical side of things in my game and that that I've had that that um, that sort of bring-up in um, in football as a youngster. I think I remember seeing, you know, playing for the under-18s. I think you're only like 15 or something like that. So you you're straight away were sort of chucked in right into to academy football, you know, under-18s level straight away. Yeah, I was. Um, I played up quite a lot when I was uh, young. I think I was sort of one of the one of the bigger ones when I was about sort of 13, 14 anyway. Then everyone caught up to me, and now I'm now I'm a, a smaller defender than than what people see on paper normally. But um, yeah, no, I, I played up quite a lot, uh, which was a was a brilliant experience, and I think allowed me to develop um quicker than some because um i was having to adjust um having to play at a higher level against obviously bigger boys uh obviously men when you're playing sort of 23s and stuff like that so that then also held me in good stead for when i eventually went on loan to the national league and stuff because i was having to to compete with the physicality and stuff like that so um no really good experience for me yeah, and um, obviously, you know, you came through the ranks with um, a current town player. We'll get on to him shortly, but obviously, like, like Andre Dezel, Flynn Downs, Trisha yeah. um, Nydam, there's loads of different players we can mention. Um, but that was a crop where you felt, wow, we've got a lot of, you know, really young, promising players. And obviously, they went on to, to make, prim, um, you know, league debuts and everything like that. Um, what was that like playing alongside those guys? And we'll get on to, to Wolfie shortly. Yeah, no, it was brilliant. I mean, I think a lot of them were actually a year below me um, in age groups when I was at Ipswich. Obviously, you talk about Wolfie um, having made a great career for himself at Ipswich. Andre Dezel being another one. Flynn Downs being one of the most successful, having got to the Premier League with West Ham. Um, even Jack Lancaster, people like that. All all those were a year below me. So I think actually I was in the wrong wrong age group. I should have been born a year later. <laughs> Might have made it a bit further. Um but yeah, no, those boys have, have have done brilliant for themselves. And that just shows, like I said, the sort of 
the level of the academy um, and sort of the, the crop of players that they bring through um, and people have gone on to do great things. So, Yeah, and uh, of course, Luke is currently still in the town size. Um, he's still here and um, he could potentially be coming up against you. Um, have you spoke to Luke since the draw and um, you're looking forward to playing up against your former teammate? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I haven't spoke to him. Um, I did think actually that obviously if he's playing that uh, maybe we might be marking each other from corners and stuff like that and from set pieces, which is a funny little fork. So obviously we used to play uh, with each other at under-18s, under-23s level in particular quite a bit. Um, but yeah, no, he's he's done so, so well, um, having stayed at a club for a long time. We don't necessarily see that in football. People sort of bounce around from club to club. So I think that says a lot. A lot about him as a player and a person that managers have come in and they've still stuck by him and he's played in and um, forged a great career for himself. And obviously he's still 25, still young, so he's got he's got a lot of years ahead of him. Um, but yeah, and I'm looking forward to coming up against him. Yeah, of course, you, you played alongside him in the, uh, the Crystal Palace game in the Carabao Cup. Quickly take you back to that, your, your debut, unfortunately, your only appearance for the club. But yeah. that was a, a game I always look back at because... It was such a bit of coffee, just chucked all the kids in and you guys did fantastically. You know, I know you lost 2-1 in the end, but playing against a Crystal Palace team who played, they put out a pretty strong lineup. Yeah. if you yeah. look at their team. Um, what, what's your memories of that and when you got told you'd be making your debut? Um, yeah, I remember it really well. Like you said, he, we played pretty much a full 23s team along with a couple of others, I think Bursant, Selena um, and a couple of other fringe first team players played in that game. But Crystal Palace were, at the time, on a really bad run, I think, in the Premier League. Um, and so they fielded almost a fully strong side, um, which was brilliant for us um, to obviously go to a Premier League stadium for a lot of us that haven't played first-team football to first of all get that experience, but then to come up against a really strong side. And like you said, we more than held our own. We held out, had a couple of chances, um, then a good couple of finishes, I think, ended up with the game finishing 2-1. But um yeah i think that game then led on to quite a few of us obviously then taking our next steps in our career where for for me and adam mcdonald we then uh went on loan at aldershot from there and obviously i went and next spent the sort of four and a half years at aldershot so that game was a good platform for a lot of us to then sort of take the next steps in our career so um yeah remember it really well yeah and i want to just quickly show you a picture you in action cool. um, <laughs> The nice little facial there. If facials on that, yeah. yeah, yeah. I hope yeah. I won the ball there. Realistically, he probably nicked that past me, but... Um, I, think that's, yeah. I think that's Sully Kai Kai. Yeah, yeah, Kai yeah. Kai, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm just looking at the Palace team now. Yeah, that you know, you had, you know, Johan Kabai. Yeah, um, Scott Joel Ward, uh, Jason yeah. Punchin, James yeah. McArthur, who scored the two goals, Jeffrey Sharp, who, of course, went on to, you know, win the Premier League a few years back from that. Yeah. A very strong team. Um, what can you remember from what Mick McCarthy sort of asked you? I caught up with Ben Morris recently and he, you know, spoke about that game. Um, he got the assist for Burson Selena's goal. But, you know, Mick was, you know, just chucked all the kids in and, you know, you did the club proud. Yeah, and I think the message at the time was pretty much go out and enjoy yourself. Obviously, we're aware that we're fielding a young team and an experienced team, so there's there's no pressure on us. The pressure's all on them. So sort of go out and enjoy yourself, enjoy the occasion. Like I said, for a lot of us, we haven't played at that level in front of that big of a crowd, um, certainly in a Premier League stadium and stuff like that. So, And I think that helped us. We sort of went out there with no fear, no expectations. Um, and Crystal Palace probably got to a point where they thought, well, hang on a minute, like... <laughs> We're gonna have to we're gonna have to turn it on a little bit here because um, this young team are holding their own against us. So um, yeah, that was the message before, and um, yeah, look back on that with fond memories. 
Yeah, because I'm looking now. I think there was one, two, three, four, five, six people making their debuts. Um, yourself, uh, Pat Webber, Shane McLaughlin, Ben Falami, uh, yeah. Ben Morris actually made his debut that day, and Monty Patterson as well. So a lot of you international that one, wasn't there? Lots of internationals there. Yeah, as well, very much so. And um, obviously, of course, Shane, Shane McLaughlin, he's got he's got to play Main United in the next round. Yeah, they, was it last night? They won three one, wasn't it against Eastleigh? Yeah, he's got a big tie. So that should that, be good. That's what, that's what I mean. You've got players there that have then stepped on and gone to different clubs. I know Shane's gone to a few different clubs and stuff, but he he's played at a good level uh, since then. Um, always a very good player from a young age. So um, yeah, like I said, that was a great platform that game for for all of us. Definitely. And um, sort of to wrap up your, your town career, obviously, you know, you played regularly for the under-18s and under-23s, got you an action yep. here against Danny Ings uh, right here. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's he's got a hat-trick that day. Yeah, not, not, of course, not a great one to look back at. But a good, <laughs> good experience. experience yeah, very good experience. Yeah, and yeah. Um, that sort of segues on to sort of, you know, playing at Port and Row. So, it's, you know, you have played at Port and Row before, so it's not going to be a new a new thing for you. Um, obviously, I'm sure you've been in the stands many times, you know, as an academy player, just watching on and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, what's that been like playing at Port and Row? Are you looking forward to coming out there as now a mainstone player? Yeah, and it's a different aspect really for me. Obviously, like you said, as under-18 players, we had to go watch all the home games. Um, so we were always there watching them on a Saturday. Um, and then when I did play there, it was for 23s. And obviously, we didn't really have sort of a crowd there. We had parents and a few other people watching. Um, so it would be nice to step out there in front of what's hopefully going to be a really big crowd and a proper first-team fixture. So, um, yeah, really really proud, if anything, to sort of be coming out back to sort of my hometown where my family lives to be walking out with Maidstone um, and just really looking forward to the fixture. Is there was there many people who reached out to you when the obviously it was myself I reached out straight away when when the draw happened but is anybody else we, we should know any players you know you played play were at town or anybody in particular any coaches you know Brian did BK message um, I haven't heard from any coaches no I had um, Luke Chambers obviously previous uh, skipper um, on Instagram he replied. Um, and yeah, obviously had a lot of, not necessarily old players that I've played with, a lot of old school friends obviously got in contact when I come to the game, a lot of old school teachers. My mum still works at the Devonham High School, like you mentioned earlier. Um, and so I'll have I'll have a big following from that lot, I think, that are looking to come to the game. So yeah, it's a great occasion for myself and, and for my family, really, from being back there. Yeah, I think you've got a very good allocation, so it's going to be a lot of good old Mainstone fans there. You, you said you're going to probably ask for hopefully 30 or 40 tickets. Yeah, well, they asked us players the other day because um, I think in the third round um, they sort of released tickets um, and they were flying out. Um, I think they've made sure that they've sort of asked the lads how many we want before the tickets um, sort of shoot out again. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm probably going to be looking to get 35, 40 tickets or something. I know a few of the other boys as well. So us alone as players are bringing a good bunch, let alone all the other fans and, and anyone else that's coming to watch. So yeah, I think they've released four, just over 4,400 and I'm hopeful that we'll sort of pack that out really and bring down that number. Yeah, I can't wait for of course game gonna be live on BBC, so another good experience for for you guys as players and just <laughs> as occasion the game, it should be really good. Um let's sort of segue then, George. Actually, let's wrap up your, your town career. You know, how how'd you look back at that? You know, only that one appearance and you sort of moved on and you was that just the right time for you just to kick on with your career? Yeah, I think so. Obviously, like I said, a lot of us youngsters, that was the first time we played um for the first team. And if I'm honest, I wasn't at a level where I was then going to be stepping in and playing first team at that level. Um, they were in the championship doing really well. Um, and I needed to go out and get that experience in men's football. Um, and obviously the National League being 
a very good level now, very good level back then when I when I stepped out and went to Aldershot. Um, and that sort of led me on to all my other sort of paths and journeys that I've gone on to with football at the minute, all the people I've met and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I look back at my time with real fond memories. Um, obviously, a great upbringing, being at such a great academy. Um, yeah, I'm really grateful for sort of all my coaches I had at the time for where I've led on to go to now. Definitely. And I think your name, your name's going to be checked so many times on the commentary for BBC. Probably it's like yeah, former town player, George Fowler, something like that. <laughs> graduate, so that'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, obviously that'll be maybe something, someone will go straight. Oh, he's going to score any. That's how, that's who's going to win. They're going to win the game. Oh, you you always get someone with that comment, wouldn't you? Well, I yeah, mean, yeah. I'll take you. That'd be lovely if, if that was the case. Yeah. Yeah. The absolute scenes, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but let's talk then about Mainstone as a club there, my friend. You've been, been with the club now since 2021. You initially joined on loan from Aldershot. Um, and what's that been like? You know, unfortunately, relegation um, last season, but you captain the side, support as player of the year as well. Um, Mainstone as a club, let us know what's, what's it all about. Yeah, no, it's a brilliant club. It's um, it's a very family United club. Um, support base is massive um, for this level. And, and to be honest, it's, it's a National League club um, minimum really. Um, obviously, we're in the south at the minute, um, like you said, for relegation from from last season. Um, but I think we stepped into the National League last season um, when it was at one of its strongest. Obviously, you got the Wrexhams, you got the Knox Counties, and you look at them now; they're at the top of the top of League Two or in the playoffs area there, which just goes to show the sort of level of um, level of the National League last year. Um, we had a lot of injuries; probably weren't quite prepped enough for it. Um, but having said that, I've had sort of a real up and a real down so far, having been at the club for two and a half years. Uh, my first season I joined, we won the National League South and got promoted to the National League um, and then obviously relegated last season. And then I've had a really, really good FA Cup run and we're doing well in the league at the minute. So I had a sort of roller coaster time at the minute with a couple of, of major ups and you don't get a lot of them in your career. I mean, you speak to the experienced pros and, and the ones that have played and... Um, some some players don't get those moments at all. So really grateful to have just experienced that already, to be honest. Yeah, and um, obviously you've got a notable manager in George Alakobi who um, sort of played this Nicola Woods course, played at Colchester, has, a, of course, a link with uh, Mick McCarthy, your old manager, former town player, obviously managed Wolves and stuff like that. Um, George, you know, He's also a defender from back in his day. I think you're both the similar height. If Wikipedia says, you know, you can't always trust Wikipedia. Six, six foot two, is that what it says? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, so, but also he's been like as a manager and obviously, you know, a great character in football and just, you know, uh, you know, sort of stepped in as, as the manager at Mainstone and has done a fantastic job. Yeah, he has and exactly that. I've got I've got a really good relationship with him where I actually played with him at Aldershot as well. So lots of links going on. Played with him as a player at Aldershot and Mainstone when I first came to the club. He was here as a player. Um, obviously, he speaks um, about Mick McCarthy in, in great high regard as, as his sort of mentor as a gaffer now. And obviously, that was my manager when I was at Ipswich. So there's lots of different links going on. But um, I mean, as a manager, he's, he's excellent. Like you said, he's, he's, he's very experienced in the game. And being a defender, he's the perfect sort of idol for me to sort of go off um, and to learn from. Um, and as well as him, Craig Fagan, another experienced played in the Premier League. Um, them two, they, they bring a an amazing balance to training where it's an enjoyable environment, but a, a professional one, um, one that you look forward to to going in every day. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's brilliant plan for them. I think every player at the club will say that. So, 
Yeah, I saw there's some pictures of Mick. He was at the game for the Stevenage game. I don't know if he, he potentially could be at the Portland Road game. Obviously, his, his relationship with Ittrich isn't as you know good as it used to be because of what happened. But um, it'll be you know a great occasion if if he, he is there and stuff like that. And you know, did you get an opportunity to speak to Mick when he was there? I didn't. The first time I actually realised he was there was when I saw the photos, like you said, that they put out after. I would have had a little chat if I'd seen him. But yeah, I'm sure more than likely he might be down at Portland Road watching that game. If not, sure for sure tuning in on BBC to watch it. So. Definitely, my friends. And um, sort of like just get you ready for this game. You know, it's a week away until the game or or whenever this goes out. You know, it could be only a few days to go. Um, But, you know, are you boys just, you know, well up for it? Because it's an opportunity to to maybe cause a cup shock and it's live on PBC and it's going to be hopefully a back-packed Portman Road. Yeah, everyone's very excited, obviously. We do have sort of a couple of league games before that. Um, I know I'm not sure when obviously you're releasing it, um, but we've still got a couple of league games to focus on first. And as much as it is an exciting occasion and it will be a great day for the club and for all us as players and stuff like that, um, regardless of the result after that, we'll be straight back to sort of our bread and butter of the league. So we have to do, we have to keep an eye on the league games, make sure that our focus is still there. And then week leading up to obviously the Ipswich game, our attentions will be fully on them, uh, make sure that we're prepped in training and just really looking forward to the day. Indeed. And uh, this is a bit of a rogue stat here. Um, you were an unused sub in town's 2-2 draw with Lincoln in the FA Cup. And obviously yeah. we went on to lose the replay um so obviously in the last few years town have done better in the fa cup but before that there were some bad bad results um but yeah you know cop shocks can happen um and it, but it should be a good occasion obviously town better where they you know championship team you know what's that going to be like you know for you players a lot of you have been, had opportunity to play against higher opposition before but playing against a team doing really well in the championship yeah it'll be it'll be a completely new test because it's a complete step up. Obviously, we've played Stevenage League One that are doing really well, but Ipswich are sort of second in the Championship, competing to try and get back in the Premier League. So, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be an amazing test for us. Obviously, the difference in league positions. I think I'm, I'm not even sure. You you'll probably know the stats um, on that. Is is great. So it'll be a great test for us just to sort of match ourselves up against players that are competing in in a very very high level of football, um, which is which is just brilliant for us to sort of see where we're at really um, and and just enjoy the occasion. Like I said, yeah. And um, just sort of get some insight from your point of view. Um, are are you full time at Mainstone or do you have to? I know you do coaching and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's 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 pretty much full time. I mean, if we have a Tuesday night game, we're in on Mondays as well, which means we're then in Mondays. We play Tuesday night. We'll be in Thursday, Friday, play Saturday. So it's a very professional setup down here, pretty much full time. A lot of clubs at this level are more um, two nights a week, or it's more of a hybrid. Um, but yeah, no, that still gives me time after sort of training. I do a lot of coaching um, throughout the evenings um, during the week, um, pretty much Monday to Friday. So I'll be training gym, then I'll get myself off to school sessions and then go do some one-to-one. So very busy, um, obviously very football orientated. Um, but yeah, that's no, a really good setup here that keeps it as professional as we can do at this level. So it's good. I think I saw an interview. You actually, you've moved down to Mainstone. You're now really fitted in there and that's, that's where you're at. What's that been like? Yeah, no, it's, it's it's really handy. I mean, if I showed you the window, you could see the club from uh, from where I am now. Um, I was coming when I was playing at Aldershot. I was living in Newbury um, and it was only sort of 45 minutes to Aldershot at that point. And then I came on loan to Maidstone, um, which then became a two hour drive one way. 
Um, and like I said, you're in Monday, you play Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. It's a lot of driving. I think I was doing 100 miles one way. It was a 200-mile trip. Um, and I had a back like an 84-year-old, I think, at that point. So after that season, I said to the missus, I was like, we're going to have to move down. I can't do that journey. It's, it's just too much. Um, and so we've actually got a flat, yeah, literally right opposite the ground. Um, so I've gone from a two-hour drive to a two minute strolling well i say strolling i still do driving and, and lazy sometimes but yeah like i said it's now i'm able to sort of expand and do some sort of coaching around here and set up a little business for myself with that um so yeah it's been it's been really handy for me definitely and um i want to quickly just mention one player um, i hope you don't mind me asking um gavin hoyt though is, is the captain he's of course played at a high level as well i'm sure he's going to be leading by example and there's a few players in the squad that you know has played at different levels um but yeah gavin what's he been like as a captain yeah, he's he's brilliant. He's a he's a top top lad. Anyone you ask will say the same thing. Um, and like you say, he's he's another example of a great role model for us because he's someone that's I think played Champions League or been benched for Arsenal and stuff like that. And that's what you get uh, at this sort of level. You get players that have played at a lot high level and they bring great experience. And um, they're the perfect example to sort of learn off um, and take little bits of their game into yours. So yeah, no, he's a top lad and, and brilliant skipper for us. Top man, and um, sort of final question. I'm not going to ask for a prediction because it's just you, you, it's just hard to ask. Yeah. Um, but h- how do you see this game going, and how h- how do you feel? You know, how are you feeling going into this one? Uh, of course, you're going to be hopefully starting uh, as a defender, uh, stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, it's, you know, coming up against Towns, you know, front line. Obviously, there hopefully there won't be that many changes. Hopefully, Kieran McKenna. To be fair, he hasn't done that in cup games. It's, mm-hmm. it's been a mixed, mixed mixed sort of squad. But you know, going to be coming up against some players that you know. Will, We'll test you, but it'll be a good good occasion. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'd love to sit here and say, yeah, we're going to win 5-0, but we have to be a little bit realistic here. And um, we're aware of, obviously, the quality that we're coming up against um, on a big pitch, a really good surface and that as well, with a team that like to like to play football and zip the ball around. So we'll have to be really well organised um, and disciplined um, and make sure that we're holding out for what we can. Um, and then we'll see we'll see what we can do when we're attacking. Um, I mean, from Ipswich's point of view, obviously on paper, they've got a great chance now to get to the next round. But having said that, they'll look at us and see that we've beat a League 2 team, we've beat a League 1 team. Um, and they'll have to be on them to, on their toes themselves to make sure that um, they don't get caught out. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll be going there full of optimism and just looking forward to the, to the game itself. Well, George, um, it's been a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much for your time. Uh, Bring on the game. And um, yeah, thanks again. Yeah, no worries, mate. Thank you very much for having me. Look forward to seeing you.